Hey, I'm Matthew. And I'm Colleen. And we have four kids, and they're supposed to be in bed sleeping by now. We are exhausted, so we thought, why not do a podcast where people can listen to our end-of-the-day conversations with each other? You'll laugh, you'll cry, maybe you'll learn something. No, who are we kidding? We're just a couple of exhausted, mostly crazy, very happily married Christians. Are you ready, Colleen? I was born ready. My middle name is ready. Well, my middle name is Chimichanga. I must be hungry. (laughs) So I just got notified uh, by my work. My workplace is a federal workplace. And uh, they have uh, effective immediately because it sounds so much more... um, effective (laughs) is that they're re-implementing our mask policy. This is the, as far as I remember, this is the third time that they have taken it away only to add it back. And, um, you know, the first time that they took it away, it was because they claimed that the vaccine was working Mm. and, and they had forced all these people to get this, um, this poisonous shot put into them, into their bodies. Effective solution to a pandemic. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So here we are two and a half years later Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. uh, And, you know, science. Science. (laughs) It must be working because we're literally right back to the beginning, except for the only people. And I don't know anybody getting sick, but because I don't, I literally, we don't turn on the news. Mm -hmm. We don't turn on the TV. So, our lives are like normal, mm-hmm. but I, I had asked my dad and he said, the only people he knows getting sick are the vaccinated. And there was one couple who they may have gotten sick, but they were very like they had a cold. So they would have never known. Right. Um, and I don't know the details behind that, but people who we all know who, who he knows who are vaccinated are getting very sick, very sick, which is pretty obvious. They've ruined their, Whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, like they're, I want to say immune systems, but now, uh, going back to our Mike Donio episodes. No, he's ruined that whole, like, I can't he, finish that sentence anymore. Th- th- thanks a lot, Mike. <laughs> you changed our whole world in a good way, in, yeah, a, in an excellent it's way. Awesome. And to the listener, if you are, if you're listening to this, which I guess you are if you're hearing this. <laughs> got their fingers in their ears like no 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 yeah. not them again but we yeah. press play why? i press play why? so they could get a listen count <laughs> um there's a hundred thousand listeners there they yeah. all close their ears um <laughs> so going back to the mic down if you if you are listening to this which you are because you just heard me say those words you should listen to the mike donio interview uh excellent excellent uh talk with him uh, very knowledgeable scientist, as he puts it, recovering scientist. Mm-hmm. Um, but we went over some pretty amazing things. And, you know, one of those things was that a virus has never been proven to exist. Uh, we have been lied to all along. And we uh, we learned some amazing things mm-hmm. uh, from him. You know, he, he's worked in, in virology and, and, and specialized in a lot of different areas that would had him questioning wait what like if mm-hmm. this is this then doesn't this route make sense and that none of it makes sense so anyways 
So, so go back one or two episodes and two episodes. Give we had part one and part two. Give those a listen. Yes. Although if you only have time, part two, you did a really good job at kind of um, wrapping up part one. So not don't don't if, listen to that episode, but you know, yeah, if part you, two has a lot of And if you really only have time, only listen to the things that I say. So just fast forward everything Mike says. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> Actually, the reality is if you only have time, fast forward to only what Mike Donio says. <laughs> Don't pay attention to anything I say. And it, Done. It, yes. <laughs> so he he can be found. Now, we're only on Gab, uh, but he can be found uh, on, on Gab as well at the, at the real Mike. The, wait. Real Donio. <laughs> at, the real right? Do, at the real Donio. Uh, the real D-O-N-I-O. Mm-hmm. And we will put him on our show notes. And I'm sorry, Mike, for <laughs> this crazy. This is how we usually talk. Yeah. When we're not interviewing people. Yeah, we're not so put together. <laughs> we are not put together. Um, we are actually back to our old tired Christian parents phase. But yeah, no, I think uh, I think that it's interesting. So, so I'm studying the lesson that I'm going to teach at House Church this Sunday is on how we as Christians can be prepared to answer for the hope we have in a changing world. And I think that we are in one of the most dynamic periods of recent history at least mm-hmm. where there are some 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 major uh events going on that we need to understand as Christians how to react to um how to and really most importantly how do we keep focused on what we're here for mm-hmm. which is to spread the good news to, to to spread the good news of Jesus Christ and to spread the gospel we are not here to focus on all the negative and all the, you know, uh, whatever the news wants us to believe. Is it the next catastrophic event? But we have to balance that with some knowledge of, of being able to prepare for certain things, especially because Christianity is under attack. And, um, and more so than, in, than we've known in our lifetimes, at least. So, and I, and I would guess that that's true for in the lifetimes of, of like our parents and our grandparents as sure. well. I think that they would agree that probably right now we are moving um, exponentially towards a, a real life persecution of, of Christians. And that's okay, Christians, because we were told to expect it. Jesus told us to expect that. And to not be afraid. And to not be afraid. That's right. So, anyways. <laughs> so, on Sunday, I went down uh, the mountain to... I had to get an internet connection to get our, our songs ready for house church. And on the way back, I stopped at a gas station, which is at a major intersection uh, on, on one of the highways. And right as I got out of the car... A, I look up and a car going 65 or 70 completely T-bones another car. And I'm talking like major wreck. And I was like, and so, so to go back a little bit, I guess. Okay. So this is my get to know you better. Okay. So in the past, um, not even five years, 
I have been the first on the scene of major car accidents that I can count on 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 my on my one hand. I can count five because <laughs> well, I only have five. Hand? No, I only have five <laughs> fingers. Okay, I'm not a six fingered nephilim. Mm-mm. That's a Bible joke. Um, so. <laughs> and also a princess bride joke. And a princess bride joke. <laughs> you have six fingers on your right hand. Someone so, was looking for you. If I was in the princess bride, I would see one more wreck. Anyways, I was first on the scene. So, like, you know, former army, I'd, I'd run towards the chaos rather than away from it. And so I, in this particular wreck, though, on on Sunday, Sunday. I, 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 I was in, so I was in my truck and I had my 45, which I always mm-hmm. have my 45 on me. But it was sitting in the, in openly, like in, in, mm-hmm. in view. Right. And so when they wrecked, my initial instinct was to run out and help immediately. Mm-hmm. But then I thought, I don't want to leave my gun out in the open. And I'm in the gas station, like, laying, getting right. gas. So I shut the gas off, reached in, grabbed my gun, put it in my um, console area to hide it, locked the truck, and then ran out. Mm-hmm. What, what really amazed me, and I think I told you this later, was that nobody else ran out to help. And whether or not that was because we were on a highway ish or because everybody is a huge sissy these days, I don't know. Or, and, and, you know, one of my friends told us at, at house church, a lot of people just don't want to help because people don't want to get sued for something, Sure, which I think is a terrible, you know, reason and probably maybe he's right. But anyways, well, another reason could be people don't know how to help, you know, and just feel like, well, somebody else will do it because I don't know what I'm doing. I know, but that's also sad. That saddens me, too, that we well, have sure. a bunch of unknowledgeable cowards in our nation. Anyways, that's so I, I ran across the road, and the lady who had hit the the other car, mm-hmm. her front end was gone. So she's spewing liquids out Crazy. everywhere, and she's in shock. So I ran up and I said, "Ma'am, are you okay?" And she 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 kind of broke out of it. She's like, "Uh, yeah, I think I think so." And I said, "Okay, you need to turn off your car. You're you might be your gasoline might be coming out of the front end. Right. I don't I don't know. I don't know what it is. It mm-hmm. could be washer fluid for all I know." And she said, "Okay." And I said, "Now turn on your hazards." And and she did. And I said, "Open your door." And she opens her door, and which is amazing that a car door can open after hitting some something that fast, but. She opens her door and then I said, okay, so are you let everything's work? And she goes, yeah, no, I'm fine. I said, okay, I'm going to need to go check on the other car now. Mm. The one that you hit. <laughs> I didn't say that, but right. I, I said, I'm going to go check on the other car. And she goes, are they okay? And I said, I don't know. I'm going to go check on them. So I run up to them and they're all, there was three of them in there. It looked like a mother and a son and a daughter, mm-hmm. uh, older son, daughter. And they were already out of the car and their side airbags had, had come out. And so I run up on them and I said, are you guys okay? And the young guy said, yes, sir, we're fine. And I was like, really amazed. I was honestly shocked that they were just out walking around. Yeah. Their car had flipped around a couple times and landed in the median. Fortunately, I mean, yeah. um, and so he said, yes, sir. And I said, have you called 911? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's something I would have usually done immediately, right. but I had to hide my gun. And so mm-hmm. I was assuming that, and there was a lot of people around. Right. So I was assuming somebody's called 911, surely. Anyways, he said, yes, sir, we've called 911. So I said, okay, if you're okay, I'm going to go check back on this other lady again. He was like, yeah, we're fine, we're fine. (laughs) So I'm looking back, and she's all, the first lady's all alone, and I kind of felt bad for her, but I was heading back to to her, but the bumpers, the front ends of both of the cars were in Mm -hmm. the road, 
and nobody was stopping. They were like driving around the bumpers, wow. the front front ends of the cars. So I ran out and not ran out, but I walked out into the highway, <laughs> made sure it was safe. And as I picked up the bumper, I tweaked my back really bad. Oh, I know. <laughs> so, and, and so I came up to the mountain to you. And of course I told you that I was like, well, I had to assist in a pretty bad car wreck. And of course the cops got there and I said, okay. And I handed it off and yeah. I'm leaving at that point because I don't want to have to, I don't want to be involved in court battles or right. litigation as, as, you know, uh, uh, as a witness or something, because I don't know. You know, I'm gonna mm-hmm. let the I'm gonna let yeah. the law let take care of that. Out. Yeah, and so I handed it off. Plus, when you have police officers and and EMT show up on the scene, any extra mm-hmm. bodies are in the way. Right. And I I know this as as form as a former you know mm-hmm. uniformed personnel. If, if you're if you're not there and you're trained to do right. what you need to do, get out, just get out of the way. Right. And so um, so I I said sayonara and, and headed out. And they were fine, but my back hurt, so I'm going to sue both of them. Oh. <laughs> for you, I took down their license plates yeah. and said, "I'm suing oh, you no. for bumper pickage up urge." Yeah, no, hundred so, bucks. Yeah, hundred bucks a piece. Yeah, or just buy some of my coffee. Right. So, so anyways, good one. Yeah, but but then I had I I'll have to tell the other stories later. But you know, like the one time you and I. We're up in Cleveland, and oh, I saw goodness. the car that was swerving. And yeah, we were, we were about to pull out into the road, and I said, "Stop! Don't yeah. don't pull out yet." And the car was swerving. I thought it was a drunkard, and sure enough, as that car went by us, it hit, ran straight into a lamppost. Yep. So me and um, your our brother-in-law mm-hmm. go, go running over there, and it was a lady, a lady in a, like a Prius. Mm-hmm. And her airbags had come out because she'd hit that thing really hard. Yeah. So her window had blown out. And so I said, ma'am, are you okay? And she looked at me really dazed and confused. Yeah. And she was like, she, she said, uh, do, do you know where Candy Street is? And I was like, uh, no. Like she didn't even realize that she I had hit the. No, she had no idea. Yeah. She, I said, no, I don't, I don't know, but I need you to stay in the car. Cause she was trying to get out of her door and her door was pretty jammed in. And the, the ambulance showed up like. You know, three minutes later, mm-hmm. and I was making sure the glass from the wreck wasn't cutting or anything. And as they showed up, I got out of the way. Yeah. But he, but I was curious because she was acting drunk. Yeah. I mean, I was I didn't know where Candy Street was either. Right. And the guy, the EMT, gets out a, a, an apple juice box. A, uh, what do you call them? Si, sippy, yeah. si, sippy box. Sippy box. No, <laughs> what do you call those? Juice box. Juice box. Yeah. A sippy box. <laughs> And he said, ma'am, take a sip of this. And as soon as she took a sip mm-hmm. of it, she just woke up. Mm-hmm. It was like, woke up. And I was like, what? And he goes, yeah, she's diabetic. And I was like, man, that takes the trained professional right. to have that to eye. Know that that's I'm sitting what... there thinking, she's on Who some knows what? heavy duty. Yeah, that but was she pretty just, crazy. Her insulin or what she needed, a, little, a slight kick up. Yep. And it. she just literally woke up and was yep. like, where am I? What did I do? Yeah. So anyways, that was pretty wild. I have other stories, but I don't want to take the rest of the podcast. I have three more stories because I have three more fingers on I'm, my normal. Just that one hand, your Amer- right hand. American hand. American hand? American. All right. Other nations have less fingers. So what's your get to know us better? <laughs> oh, boy. I got all wrapped up in the right hand nonsense. I, um, I, oh, I know. I could tell another labor story. Oh, boy. I mean, we do have. Other ones. Which told one? one? We told the one about Jonah last time. We did. So we could tell the one about our firstborn. 
Sure. So so we we promised that we would explain the red, white, and blue. Red, right? white, We're and true blue. Americans. Over now here. Jonah was the red. He was. He was the yeah. red rocket. He was the middle child, middle mm-hmm. boy. Sorry. I really have an explanation for white, though. I do. You do? Oh okay. yeah, of course I do. That one was a little fuzzy because he was the first. Yeah. So do you want me to tell it? Sure. Well, why don't you tell? Okay, so like we had. Uh, been... oh, let me tell the first part. You tell the first part. It's my story. Back it's, off. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You can interrupt. I just totally interrupt gave like you permission. I was like, stop it. Yeah, interrupt like a man. By okay. the way, for the listener, if you would like to buy a uh, interrupt like a man, Tiger Christian Parents t-shirt. Official. Um, we might sell them for super cheap just so that you'll wear them and so that people might go, wait, what is that? And then when they listen to us, they'll be like, okay, That's no, not listening to that again. They're nuts. Yeah. yeah. I need to buy one for myself. I know, me too. Okay. Okay. So- Merch. <laughs> Um. Uh, let's see how the first part. I know. I'm trying to figure out what kind of words I should say. Should I just be like, <laughs> well, totally not like. Well, so maybe start with that. We had been getting uh, some great classes from the doula in in mm. in, in or and midwife. She was midwife right. in Tennessee, doula in Alabama. Right, because it wasn't. It's, it wasn't it legal. Wasn't. It, it is now. It is currently now, yes. Thank, thank um, the Lord. I know, right? Okay, so she had been giving me just um, some some classes, and originally I had decided that I was going to have, you know, all the drugs and just whatever um, the doctors wanted me to do, and I was just, that was the way we to do it. I just didn't know any better. Yeah. And um, she was so sweet. She said, well, maybe consider not doing that, and and uh, she gave me like all of the options, which is always nice because I was able to read through the options and then ask her questions. And then she would give me, without her opinion, just answers, factual answers. And so um, anyway, I decided that I wanted a natural birth. I didn't want to be, um, I didn't want to get a, what do you call it? Like the Pitocin. Yeah. Uh, induced. Yeah. I didn't want to be induced, and um, I didn't want major we, surgery, which is a C-section. I was like, "What, what is that are. stuff? <laughs> that stuff that they put?" And I also didn't want to be on a um, what do they call it? Like a saline drip? Not a saline drip, but where they give you like stuff, extra stuff, extra stuff with the stuff and the thing you with know, the drip drip, unnatural right. chemical. Anyways, stuff. so I wasn't doing any of that. I didn't even memorize what that stuff is called because I was like, I'm not doing that. No. I just said no. Okay, so I was on this um, path to just a natural birth, and um, I was working at the time. I was working at a bank, and um, I feel like the the first part of Jesus' birth, and the time came for the baby to be born. (laughs) Um, And so I left work, and I came home. We were living with your parents at the time, which is probably a story in and of itself, but um, and... Your, I believe your mom was home, and she was like, hey, what's going on? And I was like, oh, you know, it's time for the baby to be born, but I'm not feeling any different. So I called my doula, called my my friend, and I said, hey, this is what's going on. And she said, oh, you know, it's going to be a while. And I said, sure, no problem. So I made myself, um, or your mom made me some uh, fried chicken, mashed potatoes, and corn. I don't know if we had it. I don't remember how she got it, but she we warmed it up. And I sat down and I watched The Princess Bride. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. And I, there's some other stuff I'm sure that I watched as well, but that I remember. 
and you called and and you said, hey, how's it going? And I said, oh, you know, it's time for the baby to be born. And you went, wait, what? And I said, yeah, it's not a big deal. I'm just sitting here eating my, my fried chicken and you can, you know, that's what's going on. I'm watching a movie. And you said, well, do you need me to come home? And at this time you were working for a fencing company and it was really um, high stress, right? It was just, I was traveling a lot. So yeah. I, you had said my water broke and I said, well, do you need me to come home? And you said, no. Uh, you said, no, she, our doula mm-hmm. had said, you don't need to go in yet. You're mm-hmm. not, you know, in any kind of labor. Mm-hmm. And and she had given me some, some things to do to make sure that I wasn't, you know, like being careless, you know. Right. She, she had given you a, 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 a timeline of, mm-hmm. well, if your contractions are in this period, go then. Yeah. And not before, because they were going to really try and push these drugs on you if you don't want to get them. Mm-hmm. So you said, okay. And, and also I said, okay, I, knew and I just kept working. <laughs> yeah, you did. And the, and the time for like when you can um, have the baby, you know, like if the baby's not born within, say, 24 hours of the time that you go to the hospital, then the doctor legally has to take measures to either convince the baby it's time to be born or send you home. And so I just thought, well, I'll just make it easier on the doctors to make that decision a lot later than earlier. Right. So anyways, um, you got home sometime around what? Six. It was five, about five thirty or about yeah. 36. yeah. And, and you hadn't called me. So you yeah. walk in the door and you started having a contraction right mm-hmm. then. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Like nothing happened. Until then, and then you walked in, and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> done." <laughs> and it, go ahead. You started having contractions, yeah. and I thought you'd been having them. You're like, "No, that's the first one." And then you started having them faster and faster, and it wasn't like very long before. No. And the funny thing is, we're sitting at the house, going, "We have time." Yeah. And then we got to the point where it was very fast, and you and you said, "I feel like I need to push," mm-hmm. and so we called the doula. And she goes, well, I mean, she's very calm about mm-hmm. it. She was like, she's I so mean, sweet. if she f- feels like she needs to push, maybe, maybe not. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I mean, she kind of looks like she's about to have a baby. <laughs> like, and she goes, well, I mean, it's up to you. She was so calm about it. And I'm like, I'm taking her, you yeah. know, and I'm glad I made that decision. Yeah, it was a, it was a good decision. Because when we got there, you were like 10 centimeters. Yep. You were ready. I was. And the nurses were like, holy cow. And they were like trying to get you to sign paperwork. Oh, and stuff, my goodness. I remember the clipboard so falling. Yeah. I think it was that one. And then you're in labor mm-hmm. pretty quick. They got you back there pretty quick. And one of the nurses, and you're, you're, in, you're fully in labor. And one of the nurses gets a rolling mirror out and says, hey. <laughs> I you forgot about that part. Yeah, I do know. This, this, she, gets out, she gets out the uh, rolling mirror and, and puts it to where you can see yourself. And she says, See or something like, and you looked up in the middle of oh, a she contraction. Was like, it's like a walk in. It's just like a walk in the park, right? Yeah. Well, you. Well, that was at afterwards. You, you. You said, "Oh, that's not something you want to see every day." <laughs> I do not. You're like take that to, mirror like, be away. Encouraging or something. Yeah. Like, well, she, I wanted... she didn't even ask your permission. Yeah. She just did it, and you look up, and you're like, "Oh, that's not something you want to see." <laughs> And then she rolls the mirror away and she goes, no, honey, it's like a walk in the park. And you said, I don't like walking in the park. <laughs> it so, was not fun. But he came pretty quick. He did. Uh, and, 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 and it was, it was a great, 
experience to have that first mm-hmm. child. But when he came out, for a long time, he was just very, very white. <laughs> yeah. And and my sister mm-hmm. called him the albino. Yeah. And that was why he was the white oh, okay. in the red, white, and blue. Yeah. So now that's, that is la- that's that one. labor story number two, even though he was our first one. So right. he's white. So now you have the red, white. Mm-hmm. And next time you'll get the blue. Right. And then after that, what should the girl be? She'll be the stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess, yeah. Sure, stars. stars. Red, white, blue, and the stars. Okay. Um, well, thank you if you got through that much of the episode. I do want to uh, promote somebody that I found on Gab. And Gab.com, if you're not on there, you should get on there. They are an excellent free speech social media platform that is run by Christians. And they allow free speech, even if it is offensive, uh, as long as it is legal and not uh, promoting violence or pornography. And so on their website, there is a, a newer company called Fortius, Fort, I think it's Fortius Clothing and Apparel. They are a Christian clothing company and they are at Fortius, F-O-R-T-I-U-S. You should check them out. We'll put them on our, on our list. And I'm going to go buy a t-shirt or something because... We have to support the parallel economy and help each other out and and get through this together. So, what what do you have? Have we promoted Sacred Eats yet? I don't think so. Okay, here's my here's my uh, shout out. Shout out Sacred Eats. I believe they're a dot com. Uh, we'll look it up and put it in the show notes. But I just bought their zinc. For the kids, it has elderberry in it, and um, the kids have been taking it uh, along with like vitamin C, daily vitamin C, and they really like it. Um, it's been very absorbable. <laughs> that sounded funny to me all of a sudden coming out, um, and very tasty. And they really have enjoyed it. Um, I know some zinc when you take it can make you feel a little nauseous, mm-hmm. and this doesn't. Um, and in fact. Uh, a couple of our boys, you know, just playing outside have gotten bit by bugs, yeah. sorts, um, ant bites, that kind of thing. And I think the elderberry in it, with it has a natural, what's that, quercetin? Yeah. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the elderberry is a natural uh, product of the quercetin, so it it's an antihistamine. And I've noticed that their bug bites are not as itchy or not lasting as long. And so that's really nice. So now I have to contact sacredeats.com and say, Hey, look, we advertise you. So give us free zinc. Right. Well, I actually have an order in. <laughs> <laughs> so it's on the way. Cause we're running money back guarantee for okay. people who it's talk fantastic. about podcasts. It is good. It's great. Mm-hmm. And we're big fans of zinc and that's how we stay as well as we possibly can. All right. We are praying for you guys. We hope that you pray for us. And then we will see you next weekend. We, we hope to uh, to have more news that doesn't involve uh, car accidents. Yay! <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to the Tired Christian Parents podcast. You can follow us on Gab at Tired Christian Parents, or you can email us at Tired Christian Parents at protonmail.com. We'll see you next time.